So a big meeting today with the Basic Education Minister Angie Motsecher and the MECs for Education from around the country to respond to the pit latrine problem. And just a week ago, five-year-old Lumka Mketwa died after she fell into a pit toilet at her school in Bazana in the Eastern Cape. And Elijah Mflanga is the spokesperson for the Department of Basic Education. He's on the line now. Elijah, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you so much. Sure. So the president wants you to fix this problem. He wants you to do it quickly. What plan are you going to try and put in place? Well, we'll try to do it quickly because the first thing that we're going to do is to conduct the audit that is requested, but the information already existed. So what we've asked provinces to do and uh, to which they've agreed is to go back, uh, verify the figures that they have, and send that through to the minister in 10 days' time and make sure that the minister goes through it uh, and uh, prepares it for submission to the president. But there's also uh, other programs will have to be compromised as we reprioritize our funding to uh, priorities in the basic education sector and making sure that we refocus our attention and resources to these issues of sanitation because clearly there are problems there that need to be attended to. All right. I mean, I mean that leads to several questions. So you can't do what you being what you need to do around toilets with the budget that you have. Absolutely, because for example, Limpopo alone, with what the MEC said today, and having done research independently to actually cost the backlog that you would need to uh, address in that province, you would need three billion rand just one province. Three billion rand, Elijah. Yes, and I. Oh. He only has one billion rent just to keep the province going, addressing whatever challenges that he might have. I'm talking about infrastructure alone. So you can imagine the amount of money that is required nationally. That's why I'm saying uh, the agencies today agreed that they would need to go back, uh, reprioritize and uh, redirect resources to ensuring that uh, the sanitation is given urgent attention. Okay, the next question, and it's I think I think it's a fair question with a fair answer, which is, why wasn't this prioritised in the first place? And I imagine the response, or part of it, Elijah, is that you're supposed to teach children is really where your priority is supposed to be. Yeah, correct. But Steve, it's already it's always been a priority. You know, I can I could give you here about ten, fifteen slides, which will give you a sense of what has been taking place every year since two thousand and nine. For example, if we were to go back to when basic education as a standalone department was established, you'll see that a lot of work has been done, even now as you speak, just from a single project. There's 992 water and sanitation projects underway to address all these things. So these things are priority, but you are able to only deliver on what you can on the basis of the funding that's available in the current financial year, and you plan for the financial year after that and the third year thereafter, because you plan on a three-year cycle, as you know, work on that basis in government. So you only make projections on the basis of what you have this time. But remember, if you go to the speech of the former finance minister, Gaba, you will see that we have uh, experienced a 3.5 billion red cut just for school infrastructure mm. going forward. Okay. Um, just, I mean, it's nuts and bolts stuff, but some of it could be quite important. So... Obviously, I would imagine that the majority of the problem is going to be Limpopo, maybe Northwest, and Pumalanga, and Eastern Cape, where, the, where many of the schools are in rural areas, right? Yes. So the problem, you, you have several problems there, because it's one thing to go and install, install a toilet, but the, 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 the pipe has to go somewhere, and that's the much bigger problem. You have to work with the councils to make that happen. 
We also have to work with uh, other state agencies like uh, the water boards mm. uh, and, and the municipalities, of course, but you also need to work with the Department of Water and Sanitation. Where there's no bulk infrastructure, what we've been doing recently is to use water harvesting uh, technology yeah. and to use solar electricity mm. as well, I mean solar power, to try have electricity supplied in a school and to have water and sanitation using um, and sanitation using um, Invaroloos in certain places. So we've tried to use all sorts of uh, innovations to try bring these services to to schools. But as we said, you know, some provinces have made huge progress. I mean, Gauteng, according to their records, they have about seven peak latrines in a province of about uh, a million kids with 2,000 schools. Uh, the biggest problem is Eastern Cape, where they still have about 37 schools without any form of sanitation whatsoever. But they also have the largest number of uh, schools that have uh, pit latrines only. So those provinces are correct. And okay. in part of uh, Eastern Cape, there's still drought. They don't yeah. have water there. Can I just, so it, it's a difficult situation. I just want to check something there, Elijah, because something doesn't seem quite right. So in the Eastern Cape, you said there are 37 schools that, that don't have sanitation. They've only got pit toilets, right? There are 37 schools where they have nothing. So they don't even have a pit toilet? Yeah, they don't even have a you pit toilet. You go to the bushes? So. Uh, that's the reality of that situation sure. there. But the MEC today said that uh, he was going to act with speech to try address mm. those schools because clearly wow. uh, that's something that's unacceptable. Yeah. And you know that even with the, the situation that has that has given rise mm. to the topic today emerged from there uh, last week. So there are challenges there, but he Sheesh. is committed to fast tracking. I mean, uh, infrastructure delivery. I mean, you've got young kids. They will go, and you know what they'll do is they'll all go to one place and they'll go there and it'll be somewhere in the bushes and then they're going to pick up incredible diseases. I mean, it's one thing to die in the way that Lumka did, I mean, just awfully, um, but you'd have a whole school with, with a disease like cholera within a month. Steve, that's, that's, that's what our information is showing us. And that's what the MEC also confirmed that it's still existing there. Okay. But he said that the infrastructure team is going to attend mm. to it and make sure that uh, the matter is addressed so that all the schools in that province have some form of uh, okay. toilet. Uh, three billion rand in Limpopo, total, total uh, amount. Do you know, is there one to, to, fix, to, to get rid of pit latrines and, and to get these schools in West, East, Eastern Cape some toilets at all? I mean, any idea of what that total would be? Well, Eastern Cape is bigger than Limpopo, so you can sure. imagine and uh, the, the problem uh, in terms mm. of funding. So we will be spending time there to try to assist mm. the province uh, to address all these things. That's why DBE deployed its former DDG to that province mm. to head the education department because he has a overview of what has been taking place in other provinces and with the support that is getting from DBE is also going to make a change there and if we were to look at the expenditure patterns something has changed there they are now spending at a much faster rate that's why what happened three years ago mm. where we took money back from Eastern Cape has not happened in the past two years okay. since we got there so there is some commitment that is making some improvements in the delivery. Elijah Mshlanga, thank you very much indeed. Spokesperson for the Department of Basic Education. Well, I mean, I think you heard the shock in my voice. 37 schools in the Eastern Cape with no toilets at all. Okay, just a little bit of confusion about what's happening with 
pit latrines, uh, pit toilets in Gauteng. So one person has got in touch saying the caller about Kondalani is lying. Wife was teaching there. You can confirm it with the principal. So we've had callers saying that there are three schools that we know of, two in Shoshanguve, one near Hamans Kral in Gauteng that have pit toilets. Then we had the spokesperson for the National Department, Elijah Mutlanga, you heard him a moment ago. If I heard him correctly, he said there are seven schools using pit toilets in Gauteng. Now, let's just find out what the situation is here and also what needs to be done to fix it. And, of course, the MEC for Education in Gauteng, someone you know very well, is Panyas Lasufi. MEC, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Steve. Very well. I'm well, thank you. Okay, at this stage, how many schools in Gauteng are still using pit toilets? For the record, we've got three schools um, that have pit toilets, uh, but those toilets, we're about to close them. The only problem is that they're used as a backup purely because the main toilets that we've built, um, they've got either water pressure problems or they're not, they're not connected to the main bulk service, and therefore they need us to uh, to, to, to use them uh, as, an, as an interim measure or they're in a farm of somebody who is reluctant to allow the department to to, to pull the the bulk services uh, to go through the farm. Uh, but the, the three schools that are on our books uh, that that we are fully quite aware that uh, we need to eradicate and complete uh, this um, uh, uh, this form of uh, toilet system. Do you know how long it'll take you to sort this out? I mean, you know, there are only three left. It's relatively simple compared to Limpopo, but sometimes it's the last examples that are the hardest. That's why they're the last ones. It's true. Um, but, but, but what we did when we came to office in 2014, the first 100 days we dedicated them to uh, better sanitation. We really believed that uh, sanitation is dignity. Uh, without proper sanitation, there cannot be no school. So... If you go to majority of our schools, uh, you will see schools' toilets painted in red. If they're painted in red, it means that all those toilets were fixed by the department from 2014 to date uh, so that learners can get uh, proper sanitation. So the three remaining, we're speaking to municipalities, I must be honest, uh, the three main municipalities, that is Kurulene, Johannesburg, and Tswane, are cooperating very well with us. We're hopeful that by the time they pass their plans, We'll be in a position to connect to those three schools and therefore we'll demolish uh, those pit toilets and we'll be in a position to get uh, proper sanitation in those schools. Uh, we, have, we now have a new target, uh, which is three months to conclude of this thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm quite pleased and, and, and excited when I hear some of your uh, private business people willing to work with us so that we can do this matter. It's just to connect them to the main bulk service and if you do that, uh, we'll eradicate them immediately. All right. Now, some pit toilets will be safer than others. I mean, the one where Lumka died, she fell through it. The ones, the three schools, are they as safe as they can be made? Come again, I missed that point. Okay, so, so some of the some pit toilets, I mean, we are talking about the, si- the diameter of the toilet here. If you've got young kids, they can fall through. That's how this happens, sure. right? Yeah. So are the toilets as safe as they can be made in the meantime? In other words, have you made the diameter very small? You know, you, you'll have seen them, as if you go to a, yeah. a pre-primary school, yeah. you get those really small toilets. A kid can't fall down there. Are you able to install one of those in the meantime to make sure they're safe? I think that's what uh, we, we resolved this morning with the minister uh, so that we can in a position to save life as quickly as possible. Um, and, and we have issued an instruction to all our officials uh, that between today and uh, when the schools are, all, are closed, uh, the schools are closed the next week, uh, during that period, uh, all these three schools uh, we must just reconfigure them and, and ensure that uh, learners don't use those toilets again.
All right, and MEC, just a final one. A couple of people, when they heard that uh, you were going to come and talk to us today, they tweeted, uh, it's raining, the rain is awful. Any chance you could suspend school tomorrow because of the weather? Surely not. Um, <laughs> surely not. Now, the problem with our education system, and that's why uh, we're very worried, we only have 180 days for a year, between 180 and 192 days. So every day counts. If we miss one day and other children in other countries go to school on those days, we must know that we are looking behind. And with lots and lots of service delivery protests and other things, we have to jealously guard school days. And uh, I'll be the first one to say no if people believe that we need a free holiday. Now I'll come with you. I mean, uh, we need the kids out the house. Banyazala Sophie, thanks very much indeed. Really appreciate the time. Thanks for your time, Steve. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you. Banyazala Sophie, of course, is the MEC for Education in Gauteng.